hello and welcome to No Highway Option. It is, as you know, the cinema podcast where we answer the one question that applies to every movie. Is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 seminal masterpiece, The Pacifier? Even movies that are broken into two parts for unnecessary reasons. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Connor, and the dumbest baby name that I can think of would be... I mean, I guess because Bella does Renesme is like a combination of the mom's names. A combination of my grandmother's names would be like... Marthith. So Marthith is mine. <laughs> the dumbest name you can think of is your grandmother's? Putting them together? You, you don't... What? You know someone named Marthith? Kind of dark. You, you kind of dark. I'm doing what Bella did. I'm your other host, Luke. I think Connor has two nice grandmother names. Um, the well, they, dumbest yeah, baby they, name Yeah, they I were nice women. Of. What? They were nice women. They was nice women's. They were. Anyway, the dumbest baby name I can think of is Snarl. <laughs> Snarl? So like Sal, but with an N? No. You're being mean to Impractical Joker. Pussy <laughs> <laughs> <Bussy> fart. <laughs> and we have a guest with us today. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jade. Um, and I think I was also going to go for my grandmother's names. I think that's a pretty good way to find a dumb name. As proven by Breaking Dawn Part 1. Um, I was really hoping and, you were going to say, I was also going to go with Snarl. <laughs> no, I'm not going with Snarl, but I am. My my grandmothers are, um, would I guess be like, they're Heather and Jane. So, Jether. Jether. <laughs> Jether sounds like a fake name that like Jenna Maroney has to make up in 30 Rock. Yes, it does. It sounds like a sitcom name. Uh, in case you couldn't tell, even though we said it multiple times, today we watched Breaking Dawn Part 1, finishing up our adventure in the Twilight Saga. As you've heard, Luke and I have not seen all of these before. Jade, what is your history with the Twilight Saga? I was a Twilight teenager. I, Unsurprising. I, I shouldn't surprise anybody, but so was my sister. So that was the thing, is that she was she's eight years older than me, and she was into Twilight at the same time as I was. Um, and I love her so much, but that's so embarrassing. And uh, oh. I read all the books. I went to release parties as Alice. Um, so I, this it is not new to me. I did not see Breaking Dawn 1 or 2, though. I only watched up to Eclipse. Oh, you stopped at Eclipse? What? I stopped. I didn't that's the like, least I didn't satisfying anymore. one, though. That's why I stopped. That's comfortably yeah. the worst one so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went, these are bad now. Yeah. These uh, are, I have a little secret for you, Jade. It's these are bad always. These are fun, except for New Moon and Eclipse, which could have been combined into one bad movie. New Moon is the second best one, but they are all bad. I don't like it as much. They're all bad. I just... <laughs> I don't know. This one and the first one are a fun kind of bad where it's just like, I don't know what's happening, but like, it's silliness. I didn't have any fun. I did. You didn't have any fun watching these movies? <sighs> wow. Like, I I go through phases where I watch them to make fun of them. Like, I accidentally rented Breaking Dawn Part 2 instead of Part 1, so now I just have them for the next day. We um, have them forever. Yeah. No, I rented them 48 hours. So, <laughs> um, so I'm going to do a double feature tomorrow, probably, because uh, why not? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> we when we started doing this, Connor bought a lunchbox full of Twilight DVDs, and now he owns them forever. Why not? Yeah, there was a franchise steelbook set on eBay for like twenty bucks, and I was like, you know what? I have twenty dollars. I have to I, watch these. Might as well have them forever. It's a great uh, study in Kristen Stewart's acting, um, because this is some of her worst acting. But there yeah. are movies where she's very good. There are movies where so. she's very good. There are movies where you know characters are written as opposed to just standing and just going. Exist. Please. Please, Edward, please bug me. Please. Oh, my God. Yes. She does that, do that. I was disappointed by the sex scene in this. They I, wanted to make it. I know um, it's PG-13, but I just the way it was hyped up like in pop culture as like, holy shit, it finally happens. He breaks the bed. It's so crazy. And like the little montage that Bella does of like her sexy getting ready song, if you will. Uh <laughs> That song was so funny. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be the like sex scene music and it's going to be wacky and silly. And then it wasn't. That made me sad. Oh, there's no wacky and silly in these movies. No intentional wacky and silly. Sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um. Do you have anything? <laughs> I liked Jacob's Little Henchman. You like Seth Clearwater? Yeah. He was, I mean, he was introduced in the last movie with the first and last name. So I was like, I guess he's going to be important. Yeah, it didn't really make an impact. I liked I liked the Chief Jacob storyline. Where he's like, I'm going to be my own wolf pack because I love Bella still. Uh, yeah. I was an Edward stan as a teenager. And I realized as I'm watching this that I grew into a Jacob fan. If I was going to if I was going to have to pick one that I'm on the Jacob side. They both suck. They both I, suck. I would comfortably pick Jacob of the two. Um, yeah. All three choices are bad three three choices yes i'm including bella Uh, here we are again in another movie where i'm saying she is bad yeah (laughs) bella or Kristen stewart Kristen stewart is fine she has gone on to be funny on snl and do other movies i have not seen them all but i have seen some where i'm like yeah you know this is obviously not her fault she was 12 years old or whatever and they were like here's a turd do it yeah here's a lot of money for not much work. So, like, go for it, man. Robert Pattinson was so miserable on these sets. And, like, he went on to do, like, he does weird stuff now. We can, all know he's a weird guy. Yeah, you can tell uh, as the movies go on that Robert Pattinson's getting more and more bored. Because he just, like, he starts injecting little Edwards kind of a weirdo into his performances. Where you're just like, what? That's not really a choice that... That's not that's a that's a choice. These are weirdo the whole time. They're weirdos from the get. But like we are introduced to this group of people uh, with an incest joke and the foot never comes off the gas. Yeah, I know. But it's a it's a cho- it's like a weirdness where he's like you can tell he's just like as an actor. He's like, they won't let me get away with this. And then they do. And he goes, shit. I don't know, man. I I was not as tired after this one finished. When Eclipse ended, I was sleepy. Well, Eclipse is bad. Is <laughs> the worst one, in my opinion. But also, the whole thing with this franchise, and we'll see if this rings true with Breaking Dawn Part 2, but it kind of feels like right now it could have been a trilogy. 
like there's very easy ways to just like shift a little bit like first twilight movie you end with half of new moon revelation that jacob's a werewolf end of the movie new moon eclipse full movie end with the wedding breaking dawn baby and i guess whatever the voltori is gonna do that's four no there that was three no they're combined as three Mm -hmm. movies yeah but you and twilight breaking dawn as well yeah twilight and part of new moon new moon and eclipse breaking dawn Mm. yeah uh i mean twilight it was written by i think a woman who wrote fan fiction who started a mormon woman who wrote fan fiction who started you can tell uh that i actually made a note uh, that i was like you can tell her religious background based on some things in this movie um specifically when it comes to the sex stuff uh (laughs) and she wrote it based on a dream that she had and then just kind of went and you can tell that she she didn't start this with an outline. You can tell this was supposed to just be a dream journal that she fleshed out. <laughs> yeah. And now here we are. And yeah, here we are. Uh, what are we? 11 years from the first Breaking Dawn. 12 years, I think. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Because I remember I was old enough to be reading mo- reading books with sex scenes in them. But, like, a lot of the audience wasn't yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So I remember being, like, a little also disappointed by that scene and being like, okay. Because they basically do the same. They do a fade to black in the book, too. They don't do anything interesting. It's the same thing. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But also... I, I, I feel compelled to remind the two of you that this is a YA novel. I know. What? That's what, what I'm saying. What are you looking for? I That's just, what I'm saying. So much of this has been building up of Edward going, I can't fuck you. This is the penis of a monster. And well, and like, the, the note that I made, the big one was like, so they're on their honeymoon, right? Mm-hmm. And they're they they have they have sex the first night. That's a whole thing. And then he's afraid to have sex with her again. And I, I just wanted to remind Stephanie Meyer that, like, mouth and hand stuff exists. Like, yeah. they just weren't doing And I was like, they he didn't, they didn't have. I, I think, was so disappointed but, with the way that that developed. I was like, I'm not that you have to see it. This is a yeah, young adult movie. Yeah. But just, like, the implication that it's like, they can't do anything because they can't have sex because he will lose his mind. Yeah, I, I think that's the, like, plot explanation. Yeah, or at least that's what we've been dealing with for the past four movies. Is he's like, I can't because I'll go berserk and then I'll rip you in half or whatever. I'm a vampire. And, uh, um, <laughs> you just saying that reminding the vampire thing just broke you again. I just, I didn't enjoy these movies. I I was I half expect when he takes the baby out of her body i really have expected him to lick it i'm not gonna well, lie yeah, to it, it's covered in blood i yeah. thought like something was gonna happen but i guess because it's his and he's it's like blood. do not like, hurt it's right my there. child free blood everyone it's free blood. he doesn't have to hurt anyone for mm, it <laughs> i mean free he blood. Did. my favorite blood is free i also didn't realize it made sense i didn't realize that carlisle was just keeping blood around for transfusion for bella he and is a that- fake doctor the fake doctor that I didn't really put the pieces together until I was watching today that I was like, he has free access to blood. Yeah. And this is, this is what he does with it. It's like, doctor what he stuff. does with it. You know how doctors, you know how doctors just keep your blood 
feed it yeah, to people. Yeah, uh, but they, they don't. They keep it at home. Right. That's they what keep it at home in little Capri Sun pouches. And then yeah. you put it in a cup to drink through. A, yeah, like Morbius and his <laughs> blue straw. I am, I am disappointed in myself that while Bella was drinking the blood, I was like, do you think Morbius's fake blood blue goo could work for this? Probably better, to be quite honest. Yeah, I'm just ashamed that I thought of Morbius in the year of our Lord 2023. Better movie. Yeah, I think you're stuck with it. No, uh, I what? never saw it. Morbius, a better movie. Morbius is not better than this. You know what was good about Morbius? It didn't stretch into five movies. Yet. You know what this movie didn't have? A fucking bat tube. This movie doesn't have a bat tube. It could have been somewhere right. else. There could be a bat tube in Breaking Dawn Part Two. You don't know. They never. There were no. There were no old timey people. They're all old timey people. Yeah, they're all old timey people. Edward. We learn Edwards from the thirties in this one. He liked going to movies and then attacking potential murderers, bullying orphans. It was, was his the dark end of the sentiment. Bullying orphans was the end of the sentiment. Okay. I mean, but aren't they all technically orphans because they've been ripped away from their families? I don't know. The only one who's they weren't vampire babies. They were older people who became vampires. So we've gotten backstories for every Cullen so far, except like at least Cullen children for Alice and Emmett, I think. I don't know. I, I didn't watch the other three. I don't remember. Eclipse gave us Jasper as a Confederate soldier. Right. Don't forget that. Also, Jasper doesn't do anything in this one. He just does a little hop and says bachelor party and then stands there making his little pursed lips face. He's his so movie awkward. was the last one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he just sucks. Um, Rosalie, we got her backstory in Eclipse. I think there's a little bit of the doctor. So, yeah, I guess it's. And then Edward in this one. So I guess it's the mom, Alice, and Emmett. Emmett, yeah. Emmett, the big meathead who I'm guessing is like from 2008. I don't know. He talks too modern to be like, I'm actually from 1843. The mother was the first one. That was the whole thing. He got the mother and then he got the other ones. Oh, okay. I think. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, it would. Uh, Emmett is just, I don't know that they think that much about Emmett. Maybe he's from the 90s. And he doesn't think much, period. No, he doesn't. He's the muscle. He carries a log. My biggest thing is that there is a shockingly low amount of vampire baseball after Twilight. Like, I wish there could have been more vampire baseball. It would have been fun to have baseball be a running thing. Maybe it comes back in part two. Maybe Maybe it does. Maybe they beat the Voltori and then go, you know how we celebrate. Come on, Renesmee, you'll be pitcher. He's just got to do the bat thing. Where he flips it over his hand and taps his foot. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> speaking of things that were big in the first movie and randomly pop up throughout the rest of the series, the school friends have their obligatory cameo in this one. Oh, Anna Kendrick at the wedding. Anna Kendrick, Susie Crabgrass, Mike. Mike. Luke loves Mike, in case you couldn't tell. But they aren't the captain of the volleyball team. Yeah, all of a sudden... Uh, I think her name's Jessica. Anna Kendrick is like weirdly mad that Edward and Bella got together, but she never brings up like, I kind of thought he was hot. She was always a little salty about it. I think she was in the, in Twilight. I think she had a little fun. I don't remember if that was in the movie or if I just remember that from the book, but she always had a weird feeling about it. Cause she's like, why is, why is Bella so special? Why does Bella get to 
hang out with the Cullens? It is a, a valid. It question. is a valid question. Why is Bella so special? She moves there from Arizona, and everybody goes, "Well, this is the most interesting person in the world." And she's just not. She really. I just. She really. I. Isn't. I couldn't name a personality trait of Bella if you asked me to. She likes. Um, she is gaunt. She likes motorcycles. I don't think she does. I, she likes she just, her dad. She loves her parents. She exhales a lot. She's bad she moves her at, hair a lot. She's bad at chess. When I was sitting here trying to think over my general commentary over the whole movie, but the number one thing was that I ended it without a single emotional understanding of what went on. Like she gets pregnant. And then we have no conversation between her and Edward, no conversation between her and Carlisle. It's just, I guess she's keeping it. We just move. What do you mean? What do you mean she said what do you mean no conversation? Times. Yeah, that's the central fight is everybody going, you got to no, get I rid know, of it. But that's and then Rosalie's like, it is a baby. You must keep it. It is a baby. Whole, but there's no, she never goes, this is why I want to do this. She oh. just wants to. Yeah, you can't. I have no emotional under, the, understanding. So much to about the baby is glossed over in throwaway lines uh, when they're like, oh, we have to study it. We have to like see how it's doing. Someone quickly is like, the needle can't pierce the embryonic sac. Whoops. And it, like at one point, Luke said something about that. He's like, why aren't they just like injecting it? And I was like, weren't you paying attention? <laughs> because they don't need to, because they weren't injecting the baby with the blood. They were putting the blood in so the baby could have it. Yeah. It doesn't need to breach the embryonic sac. You just but need that's to, how it eats. You just need to put blood in, baby eat blood. Well, yeah. Also, now, no they, rules. now they did it with Bella. Yeah. They put I it just, in a little soda cup. It, <laughs> and we just she go went so yum, immediately. Yum into fighting about why we're keeping the baby. There's never any sort of Bella sitting there going, do I keep this baby? Do I like going over her options and making the decision? Right. She looks in the mirror once. She sure does. And she goes, I guess I'm going to be a mom to a monster baby. That's to what she a says half vampire human hybrid. To a funny CGI face, little child. That the whole, this whole movie is what would happen if a vampire got, a human pregnant. That's the entire movie. <laughs> Which, at the same time, would it? Is this what would happen? Because I feel like Baby would just eat all the mom Baby blood. would just eat through mom. <laughs> as soon as Baby... Well, Baby doesn't get teeth until... Like, vampire Baby. Era. Vampire yes. Baby grow faster. But it's only Probably. half vampire. So half of it grows so faster? the teeth are the part? And that we... that's why we get that whole scene of Edward going... <laughs> It like my my voice, and then <laughs> it likes your it's voice. Reading, too. Yeah. It's reading, it's reading baby mind. Oh yeah, that's right. He can read. Don't forget, he, he, he can read minds. Mind. He doesn't mm -hmm. do it much, but he does it twice in this movie. Uh, he does it then, and he does it when they're figuring out what to do to give Bella blood, because Jacob has a thought. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the only other time. Yeah, he and he knows his mind to imprints. go, you imprinted on my fucking daughter, you weirdo. <laughs> Which I do think that everyone. The imprinting is the one thing that I'm like, everyone blows that out of proportion because he's not trying to have sex with the baby. He's just attached yet. to the baby. But the thing is, in Eclipse and the way a lot of the wolf pack treats it, they do re treat it as a love at first sight romantic sexual thing 
Uh, I was listening to a different podcast talking about this series and the director of new moon, Chris whites was on there. And apparently, uh, Bill Condon and like the team behind this movie called him and they were like, how do you think we should handle Jacob and the baby? And he's like, I'm not fucking touching that. Like I heard about this. No. So I think it's very interesting that as the imprinting happens, there's a voiceover being like, this is you're like her brother. You're like her protector. You are her best friend. I think the thing we miss from the books the most of the incredible writing that is Stephanie Meyer's um, team. Uh, But I think there is more of you seeing what imprint can look like besides romance in the books, which makes it feel a little less skeezy. I guess, but we just don't have time to talk about it in these movies. We have to do music videos every 20 minutes. We have to watch Bella breathe. Yeah, I and like the soundtrack's fine and all, but it's just every 20 minutes there's a full song. Like I they love the stop soundtrack. the action to show you a full three minute song montage. And I'm like, this movie could be an hour and a half, hour 40 tops. I love the soundtrack. I I think the number one thing that always surprises me about the Twilight movies is the soundtracks. They they I mean we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um yeah, also, I Bella's plan about becoming a vampire isn't fleshed out because, like, they're going to fake her death? No. No, they're waiting until she is at her very last moment and no, then turning her. But, yeah. like, the whole with Charlie thing. So she's just going to cut all family contact with him or? Yeah. I think that's, yeah, they're just cutting her family out oh i i thought there was a thing where they were like planning a fake funeral for her being like oh she got hit by a car Maybe actually now that you mention it i don't think that was in, i don't think that's in this movie i thought it was it might have been we did do you watch the regular or the extended edition also i watched the one i had to rent it from prime i don't know so i don't think it was the extended i don't think okay it's that might have been a quick shot in the extended Maybe. edition i don't know what exactly the difference is did yours start I, with the Voltori receiving the wedding invitation? No. Okay, then yeah, that's the that's an extended edition bit of just they want to remind you that they're in this. Yeah, I now that you mention it it wouldn't make sense for it to be in any other movie. So, if that I do remember that plot point, but I didn't watch it today. Yeah. So, it, I think you're right. It it might have been extended, it might be in the next one. I don't know, man. Yeah. The, these are think, weird. These are strange movies made by strange people. Because, I mean, I know in the next one is obviously her learning to be a vampire, clearly, Mm -hmm. because that's how this one ends. Um, So I think I guess it would make sense then, too, for um, figuring out how they're going to handle her relationship with her family now that she is a vampire. Yeah, I think they're going to tell him. I I really hope they tell tell him. him. They have to. I just I want to see his reaction. I could give two shits about the lady who killed Jack Bauer's wife, but Charlie has to know. They have to include Charlie. They do have to include Charlie, especially because he's best friends with the werewolf guy. Yeah. Well, a member of the werewolf pack who doesn't transform, I guess. He, the old uh, chief. I think he used to, but now since he is in a wheelchair, he does not. Okay. The things are probably related. Yeah. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Get him one I of those little doggy history, wheelchairs. But- not wheelchairs, but like the things He's, you hook up to the back. But then he won't be able to run through the woods he animatronically can. or not animatronically. He'll be able to run through the woods in a uh, 
bad CGI wolf I mean, form. he'd be able to run. He'd just be a little bit slower, but he'd be able to keep up. They'd be like, yeah, yeah run vampire with us. would take him and kill him. Well, not anymore. Now they're best friends. It's or just a treaty. Begrudging. Yeah, now they can't fight no more. Well, the treaty is broken, you see. We get the head when they have the wolves talk in this one. <laughs> but the vampires don't think that the treaty is broken. Right. Only the wolves in that stupid scene where they're all talking <laughs> through they're, their brains. They're all homeward bound talking with no lip sync. <laughs> in the books, Jacob is like explains kind of that they can. It's just kind of wolf brain, pack brain It all. They can. That's how they speak, communicate to each other. And they never explain that in this one. They just I mean, go full dogs. CGI dogs. It's, yeah. It's one of those things where, like, this movie was made for fans of the books. All of them were. Like, I don't think, maybe the first one they had a general audience in mind. Two. The first two they had a general audience in mind. But as the as the series got weirder and stupider, they were just like, you know what? We know who's going to see this. This, I, I would like to put forward, this is the same amount of weird and dumb that it has been the whole time. I feel like it's gotten weirder and dumber. Different stuff has happened. Yes. But it's always been the same amount of weird and dumb. It's not like you were watching the first one and it was fucking Anna Karenina. Like, this is the same <laughs> That's shit. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> your fault. Have you seen Anna Karenina? Anna I don't need to. <laughs> Why don't you need to see Anna Karenina? For the reference to work. <laughs> I just... Uh, you, yeah. I'm not saying any of them are high art. I'm just saying <laughs> as it gets more convoluted, as we introduce more supernatural beings, but stop at werewolves, it it's just dumb. It's dumber. There's nothing new. There's never anything new. You know... I vampire watched, Baby is new. The uh, rules of Vampire, vampire baby, baby are is, new. is still under the heading of vampire. We got vampires, werewolves, everything else is, is one of those two things. Fancy pants and the inbreds, all the different... Old guy wolf is the same as young guy wolf. It's all... It's two groups. Three groups. Charlie is a human. Ah. And we love Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's Charlie's the, guy, the man. I, the I realized... The last time I watched Twilight that I had grown very much since the last time I'd watched Twilight because I was like, screw Edward and Jacob. Charlie's hot. And he's just, I'm into Charlie now. He's just doing his best. Oh, mustache. He just wants to be a good dad. Yeah, he doesn't know what's happening. His daughter's getting married at 18 and he cries a little and you go, oh, Charlie. And then he kind of spends the rest of this movie on the phone being like. What the fuck is going on with you? She's just suddenly going to be in a medical place in Sweden. And he goes, I... I guess I'm going to Sweden then. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll waste thousands of dollars because you lied. And she's like, no, don't... Uh, don't fucking do that. Just No, it's not actually... It's more like a spa. Uh, <laughs> hey. A medical center. Hey, you're a cop. You can... Tr but you can't trace phone calls, right? You're worried about me, but like, you're not going to do any of your cop stuff to find me. Okay. Yeah. Like there's so, I, I guess he believes that she's not missing yeah. or anything. I, I guess he trusts the Cullens enough. Begrudgingly. Cause he has to. What's his speech? Him. Uh, Edward will be a good husband. I know this because I'm a cop. I know things. Did he say that? Yeah. 
in the montage of weird wedding speeches where Emmett's like, oh, that's right. She's not going to sleep much for a while. And nobody laughs because they're like, that's a sex joke. But it's not. It's a vampire joke. But it's both. Mm. And it's bad on both accounts. Yeah. It falls flat. But we all go, haha, Emmett. Dum dum. I couldn't tell if there were full speeches in the book or if this was just added. I should have found my copy. I mean, it could have just been filler. Like, it's not like these movies are I'm without sure, filler. I'm sure that there is some indication, but I think it's probably a page of, ah, there were some speeches at the wedding. And yeah, Stephanie Meyer wrote, ah. <laughs> I don't think they out, they do the whole outline all the speeches. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she wrote, ah, and then there were speeches. Her writing is not strong. She she spends most of the Twilight book talking about the way Edward looks. Yeah, isn't that like the thing? Yeah. Isn't that what we're... Literally his visual... I think... His appearance. His appearance. That's all. (laughs) For at least half of the... At least once every three pages, she talks about how he looks. I mean, I don't know. That's what Bella sees in him. Maybe. She sees him and goes, yeah, good enough. Hot guy, give me attention. Can't read my mind. Just like anybody else in the world. One of the most annoying things about this movie is just the way Jacob flip-flops back and forth from, like, you think he's grown, and then he goes back to, like, you can't have sex with your husband, Bella, please. Like, you're gonna kill her! Just constantly. I understand it is for her safety, but, like, it just... And it might just be, like, the way his character is after the first two of these, where, like, he just comes off as such a whiny little man that it, like, when he starts to bring up legitimate points, you're like, but you're just whining again. Shut up. Get over it, man. I I don't know. I won't even kill you. You deserve this. I'm going to storm out. You deserve to know what you did. You deserve to live with this. Uh, When he shows up to the wedding, I just found it very funny that... Uh, Bella said, where have you been? I was about to put your face in a milk carton. And my brain just went, that's a reference to Taylor Lautner's movie Abduction, which came out two years later, I think. Where you been, Loka? Yeah, Seth Clearwater is in this movie. Yeah, he is. He jumps around. Uh, There's another member of Jacob's little three-man pack. Her name is L. I'm pretty sure her name is Leah. It is Leah. I knew it started with an L, I just forgot it. Uh, she was around in the last one. Um, I don't know. There's some kind of imprinting thing with her. Uh, yeah. She like imprinted on the old alpha and he was like, no. So they broke up and she's like, it sucks. They imprinted on your ex or something. Or did she imprint on Jacob? No, I, if I recall correctly, she imprinted on the old alpha and he like hurt her. Mm. I think is what it was. And they had to, they broke up. Where he left her or something because he didn't want her to be around him. The sleeveless he was dangerous. guy. The right. sleeveless guy who's dating Scarface we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I recall correctly, that was that's her story. Well, I'm pulling all of this out from 14 years ago. Yeah. Holy so shit. I the book is 754 pages long. It's so long. That's That's a lot more than I thought that there would be. That's why it's two parts, Um, even though it could have been her pregnancy could have been a montage and then it could have all been about about her becoming a vampire. Like, 
It didn't. These these could be condensed. Instead, we're getting a TV series where they're all going to be lengthened to absurd degrees. So I just saw that they're doing so they're doing a Harry Potter series and now they're doing a Twilight series, too. Yeah. And then after the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbird and Snakes movie comes out, if that doesn't do great, we'll probably get a Hunger Games series. We'll get a Maze Runner series. All culture is cyclical. Fuck you. TV now. <laughs> TV's the new movies. There are only like, what, seven stories in the world and all stories are based off of those plot lines or something. And one of them is the Maze Runner. <laughs> that, that's a whole basic plot line. Yeah. You run in a maze, you see. Nah, man, you know, there are trials where you get scorched or something. Dylan O'Brien's there. Um, Ferb is in them, I think. I don't know about Ferb. What about I know that the guy who played Peter Pan in Once Upon a Time is is I think Neo is his name. Neo? Uh, no. Like no, Matrix? No. Whoa. That's, yeah, eventually we'll watch that. No, no spoiler. <laughs> Why the spoiler for what? That you're eventually gonna watch the Matrix in your life? Well, I already That's a have a shitty spoiler. I already have. Um this movie's directed by Bill Condon, who apparently has won an Oscar for what? But uh, the other directors they approached were Sofia Coppola and Gus Van Sant, which are all three weird choices. Sofia Coppola, Coppola is a great director. She's great. I don't know how this would Why do work. I know her name? What has she done? She is Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. Lost in Translation, Lost The in Bling translation. Ring. Lost, you, you can, Lost in Translation. She yeah, tried to get a Little Mermaid movie off the ground, but they wouldn't let her do it because they wouldn't let her cast Maya Hawk as Ariel. They were like, you got to do Chloe Grace Moretz. And she's like, I don't want to do that. So it got canned. Maya Hawk would have been a weird choice. I, I'll well, be honest. It wouldn't have been the Disney one. It would have been, I think, just something else based off the uh, Hans Christian oh. Anderson thing. I still think she would have been a weird choice. They for got that basic character. They wanted her to do this movie because of the throwaway incest joke. In the first Twilight movie. This, it, How do they what? track? How do they relate? I don't, I'm not getting this joke. It's a God. You guys. How many Godfathers have we seen collectively as a group here? Me too. Jade. Bagel. She's holding up a bagel. Yeah. It's Sorry. A zero. zero. <laughs> She's ashamed. Uh, all right. Well, in the third Godfather movie, there's an incest thing. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> Yeah, that good was... Good joke. Good joke. It is a good joke. Knew your audience. <laughs> Should play a little, like, uh, parade song. Like, the good joke. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a whole weird thing. Uh, interestingly enough, it's like, that's one of the points that he's like, no, it's like, it's, it's accurate historically for these type of people and where they were at. Like, this incest thing you mean has Italians. to stay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. The thing that he the thing that he regrets so much is that he felt like they didn't have the right footage that showcased Sophia's performance, mm. which, you know, maybe was true. Uh, I don't know. Is it like re-edited in the Coda cut or whatever it is? Whatever the new one. was. Yeah. In the Coda cut, I think there was some more of it. Um, I have not seen that yet. It's but what was interesting about that is it's actually shorter, I think, than the official release. I mean. If you can tell a story in a more concise manner, sometimes that's better. Yeah, but usually when you do like a director's cut or an extended like yeah. a repass, usually there's more. Well, unless you're Michael Mann and then it's just like, I'm just going to cut my stuff and move it all around because I'm having fun. Yeah, I don't know who that is. 
He made the Miami Vice movie. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of directors, Bill Condon directed this. He won the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay for Gods and Monsters. Um, he wrote Chicago. He directed Dreamgirls. Oh. That was his last big directorial effort before these two movies. odd choice of director. And then since then, he did The Fifth Estate, Mr. Holmes, where Ian McKellen is old man Sherlock Holmes, uh, the Beauty and the Beast live action remake, and he wrote The Greatest Showman. And he did something called The Good Liar. What is that? A good what a career. Yeah. What a strange career. He also wrote a t- he directed a TV show in 1995 called The Man Who Wouldn't Die, which is a great name. Yeah, that's a thing. I want to I want to learn more about that in the future. It's a TV movie. But yeah, uh, I think Bill Condon, interesting choice for this. Uh, His, apparently his like dream project, and he almost got to do it for a second, has been Bride of Frankenstein. He like just loves the gothic nonsense of it. And that's why in the Edward flashback, he's watching Bride of Frankenstein and you go, ah, I know some things. And he was attached to do it when Universal was doing the Dark Universe for two seconds. And Angelina Jolie was supposed to be Bride of Frankenstein, but I think that's dead. Don't you remember the Dark Universe? I think it was a cool idea, but I think that the the new way that we do stuff is like, I have a big plan, and if the first movie doesn't do amazing, then we're then we're it's just over. Yeah, because we live in a world where we're gauging everything based on the fucking terrible Avatar movies making two billion dollars. Well, it's like how Netflix shuts down it's everything more, after probably. season two. Well, yeah, it's I, I don't think I don't think everything's gauged off of it. I think people usually look at Avatar as like, Avatar is just that's a, just its own I thing. I was just ragging on Avatar. The MCU's the thing that's the problem. Yeah, I like more MCU movies than I do of Avatar movies. Though. Well, yeah, me too. There are two Avatar movies. I like more than two MCU movies. You have to like more MCU movies. If you want to go by percentages. Statistically, not necessarily. If you really love those. Yeah, if you want to go by percentages, some people might like 100% of Avatar movies and not 100% of Marvel movies. I suppose. I'm at 50% Avatar. I never saw the second one. I watched the first. I fell asleep during the first one. I haven't. I have no pull in the Avatar. Second one rules. Maybe it's only because we saw it in IMAX 3D. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm sure when it that's com- part of why. We'll see what we'll see what happens when it comes out on Blu-ray. But it's a very pretty cartoon to look at. It kept going and going. It's the kind of movie I'd watch if I got stoned to watch just to look at it the whole time. Yeah, it's very sure. pretty. pretty colors. Pretty colors. Sigourney Weaver's a teenager. I don't know if we have a certain guest on. Maybe they'll give us that movie to watch, but. We'll see in the future. That guest is James Cameron, of course. Yes, of, of course. course it's James. That, of course it's James Cameron. My I good buddy it, James. <laughs> I call Jim. him Jimmy. We call him Jim. <laughs> Jimbo, the submarine man. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, James Cameron. <laughs> you know how we were able to come back because he flipped us some of the profits from Avatar 2. <laughs> and then I still just went on a tirade about his new movie. <laughs> He's like, hey, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You're fucking whatever. I'm sitting I'm on James a, Cameron. Yeah, I'm sitting on a nothing throne. To me. I made Terminator 2. Like, whatever. You can talk. Uh, Terminator 2 is great. 
The vampire great baby grows fast. Correct. Because it's a vampire, it's a vampire baby. It's a little creature. I was surprised that they got the math right and that she was two weeks late, which would have been if they had had sex on their first, the wedding night, would have been the amount when she was like ovulating and when she would have been late. I was surprised that math was correct. Well, that's good. I guess <laughs> I guess there was a woman in the writer's room and she went, hey, hey, this wouldn't have um, happened after two seconds. Or but yeah, there was baby a woman who wrote vampire. it. Or, yeah, or Stephanie Meyer, you know, knows how women work. Not all women do, for the record. Not everyone knows. And it would not surprise me if Mormon Stephanie Meyer did not actually know the math of when she would be ov- ovulating in her cycle. I don't know how to break this to you guys, but. Mormons have babies, too. Yeah, I know. I was surprised. Given everything else that happens in these movies, given the type of lunch trays that they have, if you look in the first Twilight movie at what's actually on the Cullen's lunch trays, it's like it doesn't make any sense. It, well, yeah, because they don't anyway. eat food. But they, they're they pretending to. Yeah, but they don't know. What they're is, vampires. What is on the tray? I also yeah don't know what's on their tray. Is it like um, it was, three on, apples, a piece of bread, and like yeah, Rice Krispies? Um, That's all food. The joke has passed at this point about the lunch trays. It's not funny anymore. But um, <laughs> no. well, now we're just point, not going to know. Yeah, it, it's like the photo, the the specific photos that I was looking for, I can't find, and I it's, it's going to take too long. It's not worth it. The joke isn't as funny as as it is now being built up to be. Um, Okay. Well, but that sucks. <laughs> regardless, I was surprised that that math was correct. Is all I'm go is all I have is I was surprised that they had the ovulation math correct. But yes, baby grow fast cuz vampire. Baby grow fast cuz vampire uh breaks Bella's ribs and spine at one point which legitimately made me go. Ugh. It's the it was the sound of the knees cracking when she fell to the floor that just made me squeamish. Yeah, because the the spine was so gratuitous mm-hmm. and over the top that I it just kind of didn't do much. Um, it felt like watching a bad horror movie. I think I was just Get shocked there. because they like tried to throw in an element of horror in this not horror franchise. I don't think it's horror. I think it's the the baby went for the blood. Well, yeah, but like it's an element of it. Like, oh man. Sh- the baby broke her spine all of a sudden. Like this thing I was just is surprised. This is a parasite that her that her bones were so weak that they broke her spine and her ribs and all of that. But they could still do chest compressions. Yeah, I thought it was gonna end up being like right that in. that scene from the thing, or that weird. Have you guys gotten that clip on Twitter of that show nine one one, where Rob Lowe? is like a firefighter and he's going to do chest compressions on a guy who is frozen solid and he just punches right through his chest. No, yes. <laughs> I've been getting so many clips on Twitter and TikTok of nine one one of just like people in the weirdest emergency situations. And I'm like, is this the whole show? It's like a guy who sat on a air pressure thing and he like inflates and they're like, there's over a hundred thousand pounds of air coursing through his body right now. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> He would explode. It can't all be regular stuff. I know it can, but like, is the whole show just wacky like that? Some of it's got to be. <laughs> I think it can't that... just be like Timmy fell out of a tree and he broke his leg. 
Yeah, I know. They, so we brought him in. They want to make it interesting. Now we're sitting in the waiting room. <laughs> but I just, I just the, those, those two specifically. I'm like, that is bizarre. And now that I've said it, TikTok's going to give me more of it on my page. Yeah, she has the baby. It's a whole thing. Uh, Rosalie starts to cut the baby out of her, but then is like, man, I want to eat this blood. So Edward does it. She's hungry, dude. Blonde girl is the only good one in this movie. I, I'm i just saying that baby was clean when we flash over to her. Yeah. Holding it. They probably washed it. I'm. Mm, or she, yeah, she could have licked it clean, but like, I think she licked the baby clean. Okay, but she didn't eat the baby, which is good. No, I. I mean, I don't think she could. I don't know, man. I, Bella dies. Edward bites her all over and like stabs her with venom. <laughs> we do a little Jimmy Neutron brain brain blast to show the venom taking over her blood. I cheered when those moments happened because I'm like, that's stupid. Awesome. Takes over her heart. Yeah. Uh, the wolves want to eat Jacob, but like they don't yet. That'll he jumps probably... into the air and turns into a wolf. Yeah. He, what do they call it? Phasing? Donald Faison? He's not no, in this No, they don't film. call it Donald Faison. Who would Donald Faison play if he was in this? Ah, oh, man. Um, like, probably Jacob. So Jacob would be 40-something? I just, like, he would be a cooler Jacob. Um, and Like, at the age he was in 2008 to 2012? Edward would have been better friends. <laughs> yeah, how- Edward was Zach Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my pitch. <laughs> Your pitch is just... <laughs> and what, Sarah Chalk is Bella? An also more interesting. <laughs> You're just you just want to put the cast of Scrubs in this. Yeah, Scrubs does Twilight. I mean, it, mm. they, for eight seasons they talk about Doctor Acula, <laughs> the janitor as Charlie is. Yeah, I would like to see that. Bob Dr. Kelso Cox runs Carlisle? the fucking Volare. <laughs> Voltori. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> We've had them for three movies oh now. Oh, my God. D- We're going to talk about them a lot in the next one, I'm guessing. Respect, Luke. Oh Lay some respect on their it, name. Further proof, this whole movie, without the extended cut, goes on without fancy pants and the inbreds. There's no there's no Dakota Fanning talking to pigs. All of it is not happening. Yeah, it's weird that they're yeah. not in this at all, so except for the post credit scene. I, I, I put forward, again, that you don't need them. That you have a movie... With a conflict, it's the vampires and the werewolves. You have one movie with the Cullen family, and then you have one movie that is focused on the wolves, and then you mash them together for a third movie, and then maybe you do a fourth one where there is some a a similar conflict. No, well, maybe a Frankenstein. Movie, the fourth movie, I guess they got to work together, which is something that's going to happen here, I'm sure. When but they like, go down. For something less dumb than the. Ugh. When they go for their honeymoon, they have to deal with Chupacabra. Then people. the Vampire Council. The Vampire. The Italian Vampire Royal Council. Yeah, the Vampire Vatican. You can't. They have a killing yourself. people festival, and nobody notices. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, man. This is not, this movie is not known, this entire franchise is not known for how well fleshed out the world is. 
Um, it is not the most developed universe. Well, yeah, there aren't. There are like minor rules, and they don't follow vampire rules. Specifically in this one, uh, Edward or Bella says something about like, you know, we're gonna like do this, and then soon enough you'll look in the mirror and you'll see someone who looks just like me, and I'm just vampires can't do mirrors. That's this their is whole thing. The skin of a killer, Bella. They also don't. They sparkle. They don't. Do they sparkle in this one at all? I think Not they sparkle no, the whole time. I, I just don't remember seeing it or like taking they notice should have. of it. Like you should have seen it there. I don't understand why the, the wedding point of was them. outside during the day. It was but underneath that tree. I know, but like you're never going to be perfectly covered. I just thought I, get I sunburnt so thought much. we should have gotten some when they were on the island because the whole point yeah. is that they're away from everybody else. So why would they be he be hiding? <laughs> Except it. for the housekeeper who rightly thinks Edward's a demon. I mean, he is. <laughs> She's a something else. They say something about it. I thought she was just suspicious. No, she's at something. She's just like, it's just part of her culture. That ah. She's like a magic something, but they don't say what it is. Well, they do. I just don't remember it. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I didn't I- remember that at all. There, uh, She's not even mentioned in the Wikipedia summary. Because huh. she doesn't do anything. Well, she says, you're a demon. She's going to die. Yeah, she knows what he is. And then what happens of that? Nothing changes based on that interaction. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like we've gone over everything in this movie that isn't much for two hours. It's not. Like really not much happens. It's it's so interesting how not interesting, but like it's silly and weird how this franchise is just a lot of nothing. But has been viewed as this like totemic piece of YA literature. I mean, it stood the test of time better than some other ones. They got to make all the movies they didn't, they wanted to make. Right. Yeah. Obligatory. I think every twilight episode we've mentioned divergent didn't get its final movie. I liked divergent though. For twilight. I think the thing about it is that it's kind of dumb and more or less plotless as it is. It really plays into angsty teenagers. Mm -hmm. It plays into feelings. It plays into overdone romance plots. It plays into vampires and werewolves. Teenage girls love that shit. Um, And so while it does, it's not like it's not high art in the means of plot. It does have a lot of things that teenagers, especially teenage girls will like. And there's a shockingly good vocabulary in the books. I learned words. a lot of words from these books. Words about vampires or... Words about the way Edward looked. Mm. Mm. Rainbow fish. Hot? I don't I don't remember any of them specifically. Lascivious? Vampire? I don't know. I have to say that in Othello, so it's on my mind. I don't think that's a word I learned in this book. His skin is the rainbow fish. Yes, you. We 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 have it. That that is the potential title for the new moon one. So like, we're aware of your rainbow fish thoughts. It's what it is. It's the same thing. He's it's just sparkly, like the rainbow fish. 
Apparently, the are rainbow fish sparkly, or are they just not rainbow? like no, real rainbow, the rainbow fish, fish, like the, the book, picture book? Oh, 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 like the children's book. <laughs> um, just a picture book is for all ages. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I hope you enjoy right, your reading of the rainbow fish. Uh, apparently, the birthing scene gave people epileptic seizures. Oh, I guess because it was so flashy. I mean, that would, I guess. Yeah. The red, white, and black flashing lights, like, just mess people up. Hmm. What a neat, fun fact, Connor. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm scrolling through this Wikipedia page, and it's like, I don't know. It was nominated for a bunch of Razzies, Worst Picture, Worst Prequel, Remake. What is a Razzie? The what? Gold, the Golden Raspberries. It's uh, the counterculture Oscars for the worst in huh. media. They kind of suck. But uh, it got nominated for eight. Worst Picture, Worst Prequel, Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel, Worst Screen Ensemble, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, Worst Actor for Taylor Lautner, Worst Actress for Kristen Stewart, and worst screen couple for Kristen Stewart with either one of the guys. Every category, the film lost to Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill. <laughs> I never saw Jack and Jill. Neither have I. Yeah, I haven't yet either. I've seen a small contingent of people online being like, it's actually funny. Which, like, Listen, I, is kind of a sign for me to log off for a long time. I, I like Sandler. <laughs> we, <laughs> Just we, about everything he does. We've had our Sandler discussion. <laughs> I have, I don't, I, he's hit or miss for me. So I don't have a strong opinion. Do we have anything else or do we want to move on to the criteria? I don't think so. There's really not much to this movie. No, I don't. There really isn't. They bone. There's a baby. Seth Clearwater is there. The title was good. The title was good for what happens in the film. Dawn breaks. Probably the best one. No, she shits out a baby. She becomes a vampire. This is breaking Dawn. Part one. So now it's time to move on to the criteria, which we do every episode in order to compare this film to Vin Diesel's The Pacifier. First up, how's the soundtrack? As we mentioned, this, I don't know, this franchise is good with like 2010s indie alt rock. I love, I love Iron and Wine. I love, I just, I really love their soundtracks. I listen to them um, outside of, I just personally really love I love the Twilight soundtrack, the very first movie. It's got the Muse song and the Paramore song in it. It's also got a song written by Robert Pattinson. Uh Good for him. In the first Twilight movie, Uh the scene where they're sitting at where they're having dinner is his music. Huh. I didn't know that. Mm hmm. Why'd you say that? It's really good. Because I don't know. Robert Pattinson song. Uh oh. (laughs) I didn't have more. (laughs) Just uh oh. Uh, wasn't yeah. reading poetry yeah i think it's solid not as good as the pacifier the pacifier's got the anthem um they play bruno mars in the credits which <laughs> the only time that uh luke has said anything positive during these movies is when he heard bruno mars and went oh they pick good songs i like they pick bruno good mars. Songs for these he movies. doesn't tweet back but he sings good music um and the other thing, they during the wedding, they were playing 
I, I don't know the song. It was fucking Chirby and the Durbles or whatever, some bullshit. But the they're standing the up flightless there. bird song. <laughs> yeah, they're standing up there and they're like, "It's a flightless bird." The and song then, about wanting then, to marry a penguin. Yeah, and then Bella comes up and it's like, "I'm a big fat cat at the house." <laughs> Um, I think it was something like, you'll make me happy, I'll be like a big fat house cat. But big fat house cat was said. I was a fat house cat. Oh, Jay knows this song. I was a fat house cat. That's the one I rewound it. Yeah, it's the flightless bird, I want to marry this penguin song. Sure. Flightless bird American Mouth is the name of the American Mouth? That's the name of the song. That doesn't make one. it better. American mouth. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Mouth as in USA. Nom, 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 nom. Is there anything in this film that's as memorable as the Peter Pan and from the past fire? Um, uh, I think I was, I felt like the mind reading was pretty funky. Um, and then I had, uh, Sorry. Um, oh, the baby imprint. Yeah, Jacob portion. imprints on a baby. Yeah, probably. Uh, baby that's thing. my. That's and my, also yeah. the baby's silly, silly CG face. It is a silly, silly CG face. Like, it, I guess <laughs> it's because they wanted her to look like Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, or like they couldn't get the baby to focus. I don't know what the deal was with that, but like it is noticeable. I is it a re- is it a real baby? <laughs> the head might the like base of the body might be but not its face no the, the face isn't but i wonder if it could, could be a doll as well that's what i'm wondering could if be like doll. an american sniper style yeah a movie famous for its babies yes the american sniper fake baby bradley cooper's movie, hol- I don't even bradley know. cooper's holding the baby in one scene and he's obviously like wiggling its arm with his finger it's a very obvious fake baby i do not remember I haven't seen the movie. That's like the one thing I know about American Sniper. <laughs> that and Clint Eastwood. Uh, did you say your thing? Uh, yeah, imprinting. The ah, imprinting scene. Imprinting. Um, as I was writing this, the post-credits Voltori scene came out. Michael Sheen wants the baby. Uh, who's your Brad Garrett, Carol Kane, wacky, memorable, best side character in the film? Mine is the the caretaker woman from the island. Okay. Mine, of course, the top two, we all have to say it together, Charlie Swan and Alice Cullen, queer icon, uh, but Mike. also Seth Clearwater. He's fun I in guess, this one. I guess I don't, I didn't consider the Cullens or Charlie or any of them because I don't consider them like wacky one-off side characters the way that I consider. I, Charlie and Alice are just my favorite. That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. you know, Charlie every time, Mike every time. But for this movie specifically, yeah, stick Dingleman there. He's uh, <laughs> Seth Clearwater. He's like running around. You know, he looks like a little dog. He just—I find him incredibly Im- not memorable. I think he, I don't know. I forgot he, he was in it. He's like, "Hey, Jacob, I'm going to be part of your pack. Isn't this so cool?" And you're like, "Ah, they introduced you first and last name in the last one, so we had to remember you're important." He might get dead in the next one. He might get dead in the next one. I was honestly survived surprised he survived to this one i don't know i thought that's why they introduced him first and last name in the last one because they were like he's gonna die and you're gonna be sad um is there anything in this film that's as batch insane as the pacifiers sound of music subplot which if you don't know it 
look it up, watch the movie, whatever. Yeah. The dog meeting. <laughs> the dog meeting. <laughs> I the way they like transitioned into like hearing the voices where it's like the howl becomes an echoey talk, becomes a normal talk. I was like, just pick one. Please. I also had have the dog meeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jungle book ass. <laughs> Mine's uh Jacob just Jacob's whole vibe in this and the Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Yeah. The dogs were just so surprising. They just really took me out. Uh, not that I was really in it. It's just it's a scene of entirely CGI dogs. Yeah, they just yeah. film they just film <laughs> plates of like a lumber yard. What's your ranking and rating against Passfire for this one? Um, this is, I, I guess this doesn't really count as a ranking, but um, they had a really nice bench in the beginning. Uh, it was the thing that I liked most about the movie. Um, the, uh, benches the bench at the wedding. the wedding. I thought they were really well crafted. I, I thought they looked very nice. I don't know if they'd be comfortable to sit on, but aesthetically very pleasing. Um, I would say this movie is bad, worse than The Pacifier. These movies have solid production design. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I liked those benches. That wedding I, looked nice. Yeah. I think my favorite prop that I was going to utilize for this was the giant venom needle that he <laughs> yeah. uses to inject. <laughs> Instead of just biting her, that he uses right. to inject But then he bites her, her a lot. And then he bites her a lot anyway. So I give it two giant venom needles out of five. Not as good as the pacifier. Uh, yeah, I give it 2.9 bags of Morbius scoop out of five. I put it just like if Twilight I put on the same level as the Pacifier because I like them for similar reasons. This is just under it. Mm. And it's, I just think more happens in the Pacifier. Yeah, Definitely. a lot happens in the Pacifier. A child is thought to be a Nazi. Um, now it's time for us to play our new game called Fill It Up With Diesel. <laughs> I hate the slurping thing is part of it. Uh, it's where we cast Vin Diesel somewhere in this movie. He could replace a character. He could be his own character. You give him his own plot. Whatever you want. Where would Vin Diesel fit in the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1? Vin Diesel's Charlie. Vin Diesel's Charlie. I don't know who else he would be. He's too, like, I don't think there is a spot for him as an external character. Um, and Charlie is the one character that just kind of is the good guy that goes, okay, well, how can I help? <laughs> yeah, I love my daughter very much. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it's very simple. And it would be just an easy replacement. Like a simple, someone could arguably do it now. I can't because my editing skills aren't good enough. But you could CG that baby's face to be Vin Diesel's. <laughs> it's already bald. I did think about that. <laughs> Good, good. I hate that. <laughs> since no, since this is an audio medium, I do need to be clear about the face that I just made. I do a hate full that. face palm. <laughs> nice. Uh, it would improve the movie vastly. Though. Yeah, you'd laugh yeah, even harder right. at that moment. <laughs> I think that'd be the stuff of nightmares, though. To be quite honest, that it's would follow already me into the my stuff dreams. of nightmares. What about the phasing future forward adult version of the baby? Is that also Vin Diesel? It could be Vin through different ages. It could just be Vin Diesel in a wig. Great. You know, Incredible. I'll leave that up 
to our other close good friend, Bill Condon. <laughs> James Cameron. Our other one, though. James Cameron and <laughs> Bill Condon, two biggest fans of this podcast. Yeah, many friends. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Every famous director loves us. Um, all right. All right. I see you. Uh, I see you, Avatar. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. Song's a banger. <laughs> Movie's a turd. Uh, anyway, they they do a wedding here, right? Um, they have a wedding in the woods. And, like, they want you to go. It's in the woods. You don't know. You don't know whose land this is. It's in the woods. Um, it's the Cullens land. It's, it's not important. It's at their house. <laughs> don't even worry about it. It's out, it's loose in the woods. Um, and like, that's not really how it works. You know, there's like land and places. You, you set stuff. You up. can have a wedding in someone's yard. Yeah, da, da, da. Especially if it's, if it's yard. the groom's yard. If it's somebody's yard, but this is the woods. All right. We're in the woods. Be- behind their <laughs> house. We're under a tree, We're under a tree in the woods. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you're running into a big problem with this. Doesn't matter. We're in a tree in the woods. Anyway. so We're, we're in, in a tree? We're under, we're that, under a big that's tree. That's not where woods. we Do the okay. Keebler elves exist in this yeah. world? <laughs> yeah. I've never been doing that. They're Keebler vampires. No. They made the cake. <laughs> That was a good, that was a good looking cake. Anyway, yeah, you're in the woods. Um, and like, you need somebody who owns the land, right? Um, you can't just go to an Airbnb and have your wedding. Um, you, the guy, so the. <laughs> Why did you just make a predator noise there? <laughs> anyway, so somebody's got to own this land. Um, and, you know, when you, when you like rent a space, you're like, hey, I'm going to use this land for my wedding or whatever. You know, sometimes that person checks in a little. Sometimes that person checks in a lot. Sometimes that land is owned by Vin Diesel in a hat. And he checks <laughs> in a hat. What hat? <laughs> you know, just a hat. Little diagonal Ving Rames hat? <laughs> no, 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 no. Big hat. Big hat. Anyway, Big Pharrell hat? He's around. Um, he's popping in throughout the wedding. Maybe he does a little bit of a toast. But also, he owns this land that's in the middle of Forkleton, Washington. Uh, and so he pops up sometimes just to, like, offer a uh, spare guy in the town energy. So, like, we see this. Uh, he's a lot of times he's showing up with like a newspaper in hand. He's like, oh, these fucking dogs in the woods. Um, he shows up. There's a dog council meeting. He's like, hey, get out of here. What are you, all these dogs? You're going to eat my trash? What the fuck? Uh, and it's a lot of scenes like that. There's five or six of them <laughs> throughout the film. You want uh, this to be longer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they uh, would have these Vin Diesel scenes that would add character to the film. All right. I I don't know how to contest that other than what I already have contested with. I got nothing on that. Uh. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on again, Jade. Uh, do you want to let people know what you have going on, where people can find you online, anything to plug, whatever? Yeah, I'm a musician um, that I'm currently writing my first album, but I'm putting stuff out hopefully in the next year. You can find me at jadebartlett.com. That's where you can find any show information, social media information, et cetera, where to find me, see what's going on. And you can also find me at, at jadebrooksbartlett on Instagram. Cool. I didn't know the album thing. That's awesome. Yeah, right cool. on, dude. Uh, as for us, you can follow us anywhere at Ohio Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you can email us no at gmail.com. Uh, our music was composed by Ian C. Weber this week. The C stands for child Ian child Weber. You can follow the link in our show description to find all of Ian's cool stuff. Also links to Jade's website and socials will be in the description as well <laughs> in the description as well. Uh, uh, next week, 
what is the schedule? Oh, next week is the first episode that we recorded in this batch. Uh, Taylor Cohn yep. is going to join us on the beach where we're going to talk about old. So tune in next week for M. Night Shyamalan's Old. A fun episode for a fun movie. It's a movie. <laughs> Just a hint to see how the episode's going to go. Uh, but anyway, thank you all for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. We can grow as a show. Is there anything that I forgot? No, follow the socials, write the reviews and stuff. It, it does help. Uh, it, it, it helps boost the stuff. And when the stuff boosts, then more people hear it. So thanks if you're listening. Tell your friends and uh, keep on doing it. Precisely. And for now, for No Highway Option, I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. And I've been Jade. And as always, these have been all of our opinions. And if you didn't agree with us, that is too bad because it's our way. No Highway highway Option. I didn't know there was a button. That's one of the things that hasn't changed. No, I mean a a literal button. Oh, yeah. Well, it's for the outro thing. I can delete you asshole right in the wiener real big. In the first in the first playthrough of the song, you can hear that there is something playing, and you can hear the and that but like you can hear like portions of the guitar as if I'm hearing it through your headphones, but not like through the